traversing the fields of geekdom. How about you? Uh, it... Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. And defeating the dark lord of social media. It's The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Yes, welcome to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them on the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, welcome to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. I hope everyone's having a fantastic week weekend if this is your first time listening to the geek show welcome it's a show where we take a break from all the politics all the although is there a lot of yelling and screaming feels like after the election and now everything's settled down i feel like uh all the yelling and screaming has died down but we're going to take all that yelling and screaming if there's any left and push it aside and talk about some fun things video games movies tv shows a little bit of everything is what you're going to get on the geek show and the show is broken down like this we'll start off with the news of the week I got a little hosh posh of everything. Uh, Xbox Live did something very interesting and kind of stupid, in my opinion. Uh, a sequel to a video game you can play on your computer. And Lego is doing something very, very interesting as they try to attempt to take on TikTok. Then after that, we take a break and we get back after that. We'll go to the land of movies, talk about movie news, TV news. Of course, we had a actress who died this week that... Uh, she's an icon in the industry, so we'll cover that. Then we'll take a break for news when we're back after that. We'll go to Corey's Tech Corner. I got some interesting news in the world of technology. Mainly, in all honesty, it's a lot more serious this week just because, uh, some of the news topics that I have for it are all like hacking related and just things that you should be aware of and you should be aware of for your kids and yourself and your grandparents and your folks. So something to keep an eye on. And then we end the show with a top five list of the week. And I have four amazing trailers, really unique and different. Uh, one that involves um, two monsters decking each other in the face. It's it's so awesome. And then a viral video that I just cannot stop recreating because it is awesome. And I want that person's voice. Really, really cool. So for right now, let's get into the news of the week. And let's start off with Xbox because, look, I went to school for a film and marketing. And uh, marketing 101 was like, don't do dumb things and i feel like this was a dumb move by microsoft and i don't really understand what their purpose was so rewind to last friday uh last friday microsoft came out and said hey everybody guess what uh you can pay you know how you pay for xbox live xbox live is you have to pay to play your games online and to use online features it's 60 dollars a month well microsoft came out and said ah hey everybody uh, due to the expansion of our next generation and all the features we offer you, we are going to bump up your price a little bit. And you know what? Normally I'd be like, okay, I, I understand that. You got to keep up with the times and the services you're offering. I understand. Like five or ten bucks? No. Uh, Microsoft decided to change the price from $60 for one year to $120 a year. And people blew up very angry. Uh, it even got to the point where there is a, a, a category of games called free to play. And what that means is that you don't have to have, uh, you don't buy the game. You just download it and play it. And how they make money is by buying like skins and, uh, uh, different items in the game. The best example of a free to play game is Fortnite. 
night. And for right now, Microsoft was like, if you have a free to play game, you don't need Xbox Live. You can just play your game online for free. Uh, they said, uh, part of this deal with the $120 is you cannot, if you want to play free to play games, you will have to pay for an online service and for $120. So everybody got mad. I mean, Literally, people were yelling at the top of their lungs at Microsoft, and then Microsoft came out that day, literally like about six or seven hours later, and said, I, I, you know what, after hearing all of the responses we got, we're going to uh, hold off on the increase in price for right now, and we're going to keep multiplayer uh, free-to-play games that you can play without a subscription. And it was just weird. Because you don't just come out and all of a sudden double the price in something and then backtrack it after people's hate. Because I I don't know in their minds, did they think everybody would be like, oh, yeah, thank you. I want to pay an extra $60. No, I don't think anyone was going to say that. But uh, they retracted it pretty quickly, which is also bizarre. Uh, I was talking to the morning shows, Greg Batten and Dan Diori, about it. They are convinced that this is a uh, marketing tactic that's been used uh, since the beginning of time where companies will increase the price ridiculously. Then they'll say, oops, sorry, and pull back the price. And then later they'll increase it again, but just by a little bit to make you feel better that it's not the full double price. So I don't know. We'll have to see if they do that. But yeah, I thought that was a really, really dumb move on them. Uh, next up, there is a fantastic video game. It's a platformer game called uh, Celeste, and it is a beautifully done game. It's like Mario, but on steroids. You're jumping, you're uh, using time manipulation. I mean, it's a really, really fun game and can be challenging. Uh, but what was really weird was they came out with the sequel this week. Uh, just randomly, they dropped it. It's called Celeste 2 Laney's Trek. And while this isn't a uh, full-on sequel, it involves a uh, character from the original game. But what's really cool is you can play this game for free, and you can play it on your desktop. Now, I'm not here to tell you you can play video games while you're at work. But if you wanted to, the option's there. Just saying. Uh, so look up Celeste 2 and you'll be able to find it. But I think that's really cool. It has a beautiful soundtrack. You can play on your uh, mouse or keyboard. But I would highly recommend if you have a controller that you can plug into your computer, you use a controller. Obviously, that might be a little hard while you're at work. But hey, I'm not judging. If you want to bring a controller in, that's cool. Uh, this one makes me very happy. Utah lawmakers are currently wanting to make catfishing illegal. I think this is amazing but I don't know how they're going to do it. So catfishing, if you don't know, is the term meaning that you are a uh, false person online. I think the best example is uh, dating apps. Uh, when you have the, If you have ever used dating apps before, there's always options, uh, swipe left for no and right for yes, that you're interested in chatting and whatnot. Uh, there are a lot of fake accounts out there with, uh, I don't want to be mean, but ridiculously uh, good-looking women that clearly are not uh, real accounts, and their sole purpose is to try to get you to give them money. And what they want to do is be able to stop it so that people don't fall prey to it. I mean, it gets bad to the point where some people will fall in love with a, a Russian lady from across the sea, and uh, sh but she needs money to help uh, her parents at this village, and people will just shovel out money. And then it turns out, after they go see it and find out if that person's real, that it's just some guy who lives in another state 
in his basement just messing with people. It's really easy to fake identities online through pictures and through the way you can type out words and uh, make it seem like it's a younger person. It's scary. And I think that this is something that uh, could potentially be great. My only thing is, though... How would you be able to regulate that? Because there's so many accounts out there. Are they going to try to push for like an ID? You need an ID to log in and that ID is locked to you. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to wait and see, but I'm glad at least somebody's starting to take an initiative in the online world. I just never expected it to be from Utah. Next up, Lego. Lego is trying to get on the TikTok train by creating its own version of TikTok. This one's very interesting. So Lego is launching a new augmented reality social video service called Video. V-I-D-I-Y-O, and it lets users create their own music videos and dance clips that can, and then you can share them with friends, all while applying your own effects and styles in the video. So it uses augmented reality, which is using your camera, you put something like this will be a Lego piece on the screen, and it will scan it, and when it does, something will come out of it, like a pizza or something. And then you can have your little mini figures in it, and they can dance and whatnot. But uh, instead of selecting a filter for it and dancing away like they do in TikTok, kids will instead, like I said, scan a Lego minifigure to star in the video along with different tiles. Uh, one key aspect that Lego hopes will set this product apart from others is that it's it has very strict content moderation. All content that is uploaded to the app has to pass a moderation test first. Any content that features personal identifying information so like a face or if you accidentally say your phone number or something uh it won't be allowed to be uploaded you can still record those videos and keep them for yourself but you will not be up be able to upload it to the service uh, that lego has i think that's great uh without a doubt we've been talking about it a lot section 230 part of that is moderation and the fact that lego is going to have a team of people that will be able to watch this and really uh, make sure that it's all safe for kids and that the content out there is safe for everybody. I think that's fantastic. Will they be able to keep up with it? That's the big question. You will need a lot of people that will be just watching videos all day to make sure that people are safe. I hope it's something that can do, uh, that they can do successfully because maybe, just maybe that might be a way to, an example to why we don't need to get rid of section 230. That's a whole nother category that I'm, I'm not going to go over today because it's just, uh, way, way too complicated. But I do need to break down again section 230 because I, I feel like there's a lot of misinformation out there on what it would truly mean if it goes away. Uh, finally, before we hit the break, Angelina Jolie was in a movie called Wanted. And first of all, you may not remember this movie. The only thing that you can remember that at least that I remembered from the movie is it was curving bullets. So they would sling the gun out and shoot and it would cause the bullet to curve around a corner and hit their targets. I thought it was really cool. Mythbusters came out and actually said, ah, actually, you can't do it. But Nerf, Nerf blasters, the Nerf guns out there have come out with a new series where you will be able to curve your shots like Angelina Jolie and wanted. Now it doesn't use the foam darts. It instead uses the, the little foam balls, but it is able to 
curve the bullet. And it's actually really cool when you see it. It'll be available, uh, I think, everywhere where they sell these things. It'll be between $15 and $30. There's a 12-round one, a 20-round one. It's just really cool. So if you ever want to cosplay or recreate the movie Wanted, uh, first of all, I want to know why, because that movie I don't think is even popular anymore. But if you do, uh, you have options now. <laughs> and with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, let's talk about some movie news. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. This is a segment where we talk about movie news, TV news, uh, a little bit of everything in the entertainment world. And we have to start off with a piece of sad news. Emmy and Oscar award-winning winner, uh, Cloris Leachman, died at the age of 94. She was a fantastic actress. Uh, I think her most iconic role had to be with um, Young Frankenstein. Uh, in that role. And then I know her from, uh, she voiced in Ponyo and there is a beautiful movie called Spanglish that I just really, really love. And I thought she was phenomenal in that too. Yeah. It's always hard when we lose somebody in the entertainment world, but, uh, especially someone who had such an iconic life as she did. But uh, I, uh, my hopes and prayers and wishes go out to her family. That's Cloris Leachman, uh, Oscar and Emmy award-winning actress who died at the age of 94 this week. Uh, let's get into some news of the week in the world of movies. Uh, AMC Theaters, this one makes me happy. AMC Theaters has held along a little longer in the world of bankruptcy because they have raised nearly $1 billion since December 14th. Enough money to help keep them stable as we go potentially to another summer season without movies. Uh, there are some movies starting to announce changes in release dates, and it's just worrying me a little bit more. Now, I know you've probably seen it. It's been covered everywhere. The craziness that is the GameStop stocks that are happening in the stock market. Uh, AMC Theaters is now pulled into this, and their stocks are going up. I'm not going to cover that just because... I know nothing about finance, nothing at all. So I'm not going to waste your time and attempt to sound like I'm super smart in the world of finance because I'm not. But uh, it's a very, very interesting story. But uh, like I said, one that I won't uh, cover on this show. But AMC has been dragged into that whole thing, and I'll be curious to see how it works uh, in the long run. Uh, this one's very, very interesting. A streaming service is going away, kind of. Uh, the WWE Network has... Uh, partnered up with NBC and their streaming service called Peacock. Yes, the very worst name for any streaming service ever. But they teamed up and they're going to start, uh, they're going to first get rid of the WWE app and all of that content will be moved over to NBC's Peacock and you'll be able to watch, uh, all of the different previous matches that happened before and some of their pay-per-view events through, uh, Peacock. It's a deal that's worth over a billion dollars. I think it's going to help them, everyone in this, because WWE kind of hit um hit their mark of the top that they could go, and now they're going to have a vastly huge, bigger audience uh, that they can have. And then Peacock has been struggling because they don't have a lot of original content, and I think this will bring in a lot of people over to their streaming service. So it's a win-win for them, and I think it's just going to make things uh, a lot easier to keep track of uh, one less streaming service. Uh, this one's very interesting and kind of funny. So the James Bond movie is going to be delayed again. It was currently going to be released on October 8th of this year. It might be pushed back a little bit. Why? 
it's not COVID related. No, uh, it's due to the release date in cinemas. There are some technology products in there, specifically the Nokia phone. And if you don't know, companies pay a lot of money for their products to be in movies. That's why James Bond recently switched uh, to Heideken beer because they paid a boatload of money. That's how uh, movies make their profit. I mean, even sometimes the clothing they wear might be from Gap or something. It's all a ploy to get money and for them to sell their product to you. Well, uh, Nokia is worried because when this movie will be released, it was supposed to release last year in April. Uh, they're saying, hey, James Bond is going to be using old phones and old technology in uh, the in the movie. And we don't want that. There's also a watchmaker company who also has that problem. They're like, ah, you're using old stuff. First of all, it's amazing that just in a year, the amount of progress that some of these phones and watches have made. But I think it's kind of funny that they're going to have to reshoot some scenes from the movie just because they have a older piece of technology in there and they want James Bond to have always the best and the greatest technology. So very, very interesting on that. Let's hit some small ones and we'll take a break. Uh, according to a new report from The Wrap, Jim Gaffigan, the famous comedian, has been cast as Mr. Smee in Disney's Peter Pan and Wendy, the live action movie coming to Disney+. Plus. Uh, Morbius, we just talked about Morbius. Morbius was pushed back to October of this year, and now it's been pushed again to January 21st, 2022. Yes, that movie is going to sit in the vaults for another year, which is kind of insane when you think about how much money they need to put back uh, because they're running at a loss right now because of that. That one's insane for me. Likewise, A Quiet Place Part 2 that was supposed to come out last year has been pushed back five months and is now scheduled to release on September 17th, 2021. Uh, we're going to see a lot of movies being pushed because uh, the vaccine rollout is uncertain on if we're going to be able to get people fully vaccinated in time for the movie season. So we're starting to see that shift already uh, as movies move uh, out of the summer blockbuster season. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. During a recent interview with Living Fearless, Eric Hudson appeared to hint that Rick Moranis might reprise his role in the next Ghostbusters movie. This one makes me sad. Bloody disgusting reports that Escape Room 2 is now scheduled for January 7th, 2022. Okay, I loved the original Escape Room movie. It's a horror movie in which a bunch of kids have to uh, survive escape rooms as they try to kill them. And it's just fascinating to me. Is it a great revolutionary movie? Oh, no. It's just a fun time of a bunch of people trying to solve puzzles and stay alive. So I highly recommend it. But you might want to turn off your brain for that one and just enjoy uh, what's going on. Uh, in a new Twitter post, the director James Mangold appears to confirm that Indiana Jones 5 will be set in 1960. According to Deadline, the director Robert from the previous Spy Kids movie is now going to return and write and direct a reboot of his Spy Kids franchises, the rights of which has been optioned by Skydance and Spyglass Media. Spy Kids was a really good movie. I liked it when I was a kid. But looking back at it now, it was a really bizarre movie, too, on top of that. And finally, HBO is working on two new series. One is not even in early development. I would say pre-development. Uh, they want to make a Harry Potter series. Uh, they're a little iffy on if they need to move forward with it, just because there's a lot of controversy behind uh, J.K. Rowling. 
but they are interested in pursuing it. And they are also, on top of that, working on a brand new animated Game of Thrones series that will come out to their streaming service. We're going to take a break for news. When we get back, let's go over to Corey's Tech Corner. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. Now, this is a segment I like to call Corey's Tech Corner. Normally, it's where we talk about the latest and greatest in the technological world, but we got to get a little serious today because there are some uh, big stories coming out in the tech world that I think we should all be aware of. And I want to start off with this one because this one's pretty big, and I have a feeling that we'll be hearing more about it soon. But the U.S. Defense Intelligence Agency has recently admitted that they buy citizens' location data. So according to a a memo that was sent to a senator from Oregon obtained by the New York Times, Defense Intelligence Agency, DIA, admitted that it buys location data from brokers and that the data isn't separated by whether a person lives in the United States or outside of it. If you don't know, data brokers are companies that, as the name implies, collects and sells people's information. The company collects people's location information and much more by paying app makers and websites for it. So let's say you have like Facebook and whatnot. Facebook will sell that your information to them for money and they'll collect all that data. Once the broker has that information, they can aggregate it and sell it to whoever's willing to pay for it, including the US government. Obviously, the big one would be they'd sell it to advertisers so that advertisers know who they're trying to communicate to and could probably even focus in uh, their target a little better. If they can see that everybody in Peoria buys Pepsi on a specific day, well, you're going to want to increase ads of Pepsi uh, a week before, or even if you're Coca-Cola, you want to buy, you want to put out ads for Coca-Cola to get sales back over to you. In a memo, the DIA says that it's personal its personnel can only query the U.S. location database when authorized through a specific process. The Fourth Amendment requires government agencies to get a warrant before they can compel data from a third party like a phone company. The rule must most recently upheld by the Supreme Court Carpenter's decision. But the DIA argues that the ruling doesn't apply to getting the same data from brokers because the agency isn't invoking the power of law. So it's a little worrisome. I think it's no uh, secret at all that a lot of companies collect our data. But uh, when Big Brother starts getting involved, that's when things get a little sketchy. I hope, I really hope that the senators and maybe even the president will be able to look into this uh, because it's something that I think we should all be aware of and all keep an eye on because you have to understand when you sign up for things, when you do apps and stuff, there's always that terms and services and we all agree to it uh, without reading it. But if you read it, you might see that it says, Hey, you're giving us permission to sell your information. And uh, information seems to be the big thing that's going to be moving in the world of technology, especially in intelligence uh, moving forward. Uh, this one's very interesting. Grinder. Grinder is a popular app in the gay community that is used for hook and Grinder has recently been fined $11.7 million for illegally sharing private user information with advertisers. Now, this was over in uh, this was from the Norwegian Data Protection Authority for illegally sharing private information about Grinder users to advertisers. So this happened in uh, over in Europe, but it also brings up the question on are they also doing that in the United States, which we're trying hard to stop people from doing that. Uh, I'll be curious to see if this story is going to blow up. But as always, I think a continuation of uh, uh, this 
section of the geek show is you need to be careful with your information and what you put out there. Uh, next up is another one. Facebook users' phone numbers are now being sold on the dark web uh, for something that I thought would be a lot more expensive, but it's really not. So how much do you think your telephone number and your user login information for Facebook is worth? $20. Yes, you can buy one phone number or Facebook ID for $20, or you can get the two-for-one special, uh, $10,000. Oh, no, $5,000 will give you $10,000. Uh, people's phone numbers and contact information. So uh, that's out there too. So as always, update your passwords often. Keep an eye on uh, your accounts. Uh, keep an eye on your bank statements. I mean, it's really easy for it to get out of hand. And also, please don't use the same password with everything that you have because once they have access to one, they will try to use that in every account possible. So just try to change it just ever so slightly to keep yourself uh, ahead of the game when it comes to hacking and all that. But $20, I really thought it would be a little more expensive uh, to get phone numbers, but meh. That's what you get. Uh, this one's weird. Twitter is launching a new feature called Birdwatch. It is a fact checking program intended to fight misinformation and they want to do it by having face twitter users be the ones that will correct it and if there's one thing you have to know is when it comes to uh us the people deciding things and choosing what's right it doesn't always work out uh i, I point to there was a military base that wanted to uh, name a boat and they asked people to name the boat and what did what one uh Bodie McBoatface. I don't think we should have a community of people who voted Bodie McBoatface to watch our back when it comes to misinformation. Uh they're they're opening the program now. It will only allow 1000 people to come in and sign up uh and test this out. Uh my only my annoyance is that uh Twitter's a huge company. They should be able to hire a company that can file and fight misinformation. Are you going to pay people when you do this program? I, I didn't see anything about it, but it just feels like to me uh, they're giving you this, you know, ah, you're part of the Birdwatch team. But what they're really doing is offsetting work that they don't have to pay for and make their users do it. So I don't know. Uh, of course, it, so many questions happen there. Like, uh, can we trust the people who are doing it? Are the people, do they, are they informed? Do they know about the actual factual information? I don't know. We'll have to keep an eye on that. And finally, in a sad piece of news, robots are continuing to take over. Robot is ex or robot. Walmart is expanding its robot-powered fulfillment centers to dozens of locations. Basically, it's like Amazon. They're going to start opening warehouses to fill online orders close in a, a, a part of Walmart stores now or nearby uh, to keep doing that. They eventually, though, want to make it so that when you drive up, you can drive up to Walmart using an app and pick up your groceries. They envision a point where you will drive up and you just press a button and a machine will open and your groceries are all right there and we won't need people. They did say, though, that people are still needed because uh people are needed to grab fresh produce and meat products but everything else can be handled by robots that worries me just a little bit because the robots are going to take over and with that you guys i know that was a little down uh but uh some very important information and as always just keep an eye on your stuff online we got to protect ourselves because it's just going to keep getting worse so we'll take a break when we get back let's go over the top five list of the week
Yes, welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook, Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm sad to say, though, it's the last part of the show. I know, but don't worry, we'll be back next week. Of course, if you want to catch up on all any of the previous Geek Shows episodes, you can go uh, where podcasts are at. Just look up The Geek Show and you'll be able to find it. But this is the top five list of the week. It's the five most important pieces of audio and video that I think you should be aware of in the world of geekdom. I have four trailers and a viral video. And the trailers, I got to be honest, I thought were going to be bad. But after watching them, I ended up enjoying all of them. So I'll explain more about it in a second here. But uh, let's just get straight to it with number five. Number five. Number five goes to a show coming to Apple, Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus, whatever it's called. It's something plus. Uh, yeah, Apple TV Plus. And uh, it's a cartoon show. It'll be six episodes, and it's going to be premiering on February 5th. This is the trailer for The Snoopy Show. Look what I have. We're going to be best friends. Don't be nervous. You're going to like it here. Good grief. Marcy, remind me to never pick that kid with the big nose for gym class. Good vibes only. Yeah, so that is the Snoopy show. It's coming on February 5th to Apple TV Plus, uh, the subscription service. And, uh, it looks cool. I think kids will enjoy it. I'm surprised it's only six episodes long. I thought it'd be a little longer, but the animation looks phenomenal. I don't know how long the episodes are, but it looks to just be a classic Charlie Brown show about Snoopy and all of the kids and gang. There's lots of dancing and lots of uh, Snoopy going on adventures. I don't remember what the bird's name, but the bird is in there, too. Uh, one thing, just... <sighs> I know, Corey, why are you so nitpicky with this stuff? But it just really bothers me. I'm going to play this spot right here, and it just drives me nuts, especially um, as a person who works in audio, just uh, syncing up music with audio. I'll play the clip right here, and I'll explain why it frustrates me. Okay, could you understand what he was saying? I could after a couple takes, but as a person who edits audio all the time, you have to be careful when you have a person with a lower, deeper voice when putting it with a music that's heavy in the guitar and the bass, because it's harder to hear that character. I don't know. It was that only little nitpicky thing. And I know, Corey, Corey, you are way too nitpicky. I know, but it just really bothered me. But that's the Snoopy show coming to Apple TV Plus on February 5th. Number four. Number four. Number four goes to uh, a new Disney movie from the same people who created Frozen and Frozen 2. This is a trailer for Raya and the Last Dragon. Now, in order to restore peace, we must find the last dragon. I wish to join this fellowship of butt-kickery. Let's go. We'll have to watch our backs. We're not the only ones looking. Six years of searching. Please let this be it. Oh, mighty Sisu! Who said that? We really need your help. Ah, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm not like the best dragon. Have you ever done like a group project, but there's like that one kid who didn't pitch in as much, but still ended up with the same grade? 
Uh, we're doomed. Yeah, so that is Riot and the Last Dragon, and I have many thoughts about this uh, movie. First, it looks great, but also it brings back memories for me, because uh, this is clearly made for uh, kids, but I think it's something that adults are going to like. And I was just laughing because... Uh, I've, I've been thinking back in the past and how I had to force my parents through some really, really bad movies. I'll even admit now that they are bad. Like, I think we forced my father to take us to the Power Rangers movie, and there is nothing redeeming in there for adults at all. But I feel like children's movies now are a lot more uh, adult-friendly also, because this looks genuinely good. There's lots of action, fighting, swordplay, almost to the level I'm like, wow, this is going to be, maybe it's too dark for kids, but either way, I think adults are going to enjoy it. So uh, I think parents are going to enjoy it uh, without a doubt. And it just makes me happy that there are kids movies now that even uh, parents will enjoy. Unlike the Power Ranger movie, which I forced my dad through. And then I think there was a there was a oh, oh cats versus dogs. Oh, my gosh. What a horrible movie about cats uh, it was like secret agents and the cats versus the dogs a terrible movie uh my father i wish i could give you an award because i don't know how you survive going to some of these movies but uh luckily we have better options now in the year 2021 that is raya and the last dragon it is coming out on in march i think i have a specific date here no oh march 5th it's coming out to theaters and with Disney Plus. Now, Disney Plus is a little different because when they release a product that's also in theaters, you have to have the streaming service Disney Plus. And then on top of that, you have to pay $20. So it's essentially, I think it's like eight bucks for Disney. Uh, so about $28 to watch the movie. Number three. Number three. Okay, number three goes to a TikTok video. And I blame this completely on the morning show's Greg Batten because uh, I am also the producer for the morning show during the week. And uh, Greg has gotten me addicted to TikTok videos. And this is one I saw that just blew up and I absolutely love it. I think this guy is literally the next Jack Black. But uh, just put this image in your head and then I'll play the audio. It's four kids. Two are sitting up front with guitars. And they have buckets on their heads. The two guys in the back are standing directly behind them. They're holding in each hand a water bottle. And they're going to hit the bucket to make noise. And then this guy just comes out of nowhere with this awesome voice. So take a listen to this. This is, I guess I'll call it music on TikTok. First of all, just the guitar playing was great, and it, it sounded professionally made, except for the singing, because it was harder to hear them, but uh, really cool video. If you're ever just bored and you have, like, a free five minutes, seriously, just surf TikTok. You don't even need a uh, a profile to, to watch them, but you will literally waste hours of your life watching just random things. And what's great is they're usually pretty short. If you don't like it, uh, just flip to another one. You'll find something you like, I guarantee you. Number two. Number two. Okay, I have to be 1,000% upfront with you. I started watching this trailer, and I'm like, oh, this looks incredibly dumb and stupid. But then somehow, I think it was just the action of it, it won me over. And this is a movie I don't think is going to get huge uh, awareness out there, uh, but it looks really good. This is the trailer for Boss Level. Hey, Jake. Can I get a large bottle of that Bijou? You know what? 
Make it too large, boys. How can you drink like that? I used to complain that every day felt the same. And now every day is the same. Hey, Jake. I have died 144 times. And every day ends like this. But it doesn't matter. Not when you've lost everything you've loved. Venter, man who's had me killed 150 times. The power to rewrite history. Alright, so it is called Boss Level. This is a movie that came out in the Netherlands last year. It was originally going to come over here, but obviously COVID happened, and they're like, okay, we finally got to release this. So it's Boss Level. It's coming out on March 5th to any uh, place where you can purchase movies like Amazon and Apple. Not the streaming services, but just purchase the movie itself. And it's essentially Groundhog's Day meets Assassins meets John Wick meets video games. Because this guy, uh, this villain, made it so this guy will die over 150 times every day. And when he dies, he'll wake up in his bed and restart the day. And every time he tries to deviate from his normal path, guess what? The Assassins find him and kill him. So it's all about trying to outwit them and outsmart them and... I was pleasantly surprised. I thought I would be bored by now of the Groundhog Day style uh, show, but I'm going to give this, this is the Groundhog's Day for action movies. If it can work for sci-fi with Edge of Tomorrow, I think this is going to be good. So this is boss level. It comes out on March 5th. You have to buy the movie. It won't be on any streaming service. And uh, the best place to buy them, at least for me, is always Amazon Prime. Here's number one. Number one. Okay, number one goes to a movie that I had to put all of my film knowledge and critiqueness aside because I I hate saying it because I feel like I'm, I'm being pompous. I don't mean it. I'm just trying to explain it. That I, I went to film school for college and uh, part of film school is you dissect films so much that you just understand filler and understand movies on a different level. And um, it makes it so I hate a lot of Hollywood movies because of how uh, they're made. I don't mean that in a negative way. Everybody can enjoy whatever movies they want. But uh, this is one that I watched this trailer and I loved. And I'm like, okay, you just, Corey, you need to sit down and put all of your film memories into a little bucket and we'll put it back in your head later. You just need to sit back and let this happen because you have a giant lizard fighting a giant gorilla. These are dangerous times. Godzilla's out there and he's hurting people and we don't know why. There's something provoking him that we're not seeing here. I'm of the same opinion. The myths are real. Yeah. There was a war. And they're the last ones standing. Could you ask for any more? You have Godzilla versus King Kong. King Kong just decks Godzilla in the face. There's giant fightings. All of a sudden, King Kong has an axe that can absorb the laser beam that comes out of Godzilla. I mean, what can you ask about this? It, it was a really cool and fun trailer. Obviously, you have to suspend your belief a little bit. It's just a popcorn movie where you're going to sit back, watch destruction happen as a giant lizard fights a giant gorilla. I'm all in. That is Godzilla vs. King Kong. It is coming to theaters and HBO Max on March 31st. Now, with HBO Max, uh, you just have to have the streaming service and you'll be able to watch it. And it'll be available on the streaming service for one month. And then it will go away until it will come back later when it releases on Blu-ray and DVD. If you had uh, HBO Max for Wonder Woman, it's just the same thing. You just Day one, it'll be there. And we can all sit back and enjoy Godzilla vs. King Kong. And that kind of shows... 
uh, the power of the streaming service because I would not have paid to go see this movie in theaters, but now I'm going to watch the movie when it comes out. So I think uh, HBO might be on to something here uh, with their plans for that. So with that, you guys, that is it. That is the Geek Show for the week. I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. As always, go do something good. Do something great. You know, we're almost done with the winter time. Maybe the sun will come out a little bit more and we can all get outside and uh, enjoy the fresh air. Hopefully it seems like we're doing good with COVID right now. So hopefully we can keep that momentum going and uh, just keep watching out for each other. That's all I ask. Just keep watching out for each other. No matter what geek or nerd you are, we need to watch each other's backs because that's what we do here in Peoria. We lift each other up and we help each other out. So have a fantastic weekend. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD.